reluctantly crouched at the starting line. Engines pumping and thumping in time. The green light flashes, the flags go up. Churning and burning, they yearn for the cup. They deftly maneuver and muscle for rank. Fuel burning fast on an empty tank. Reckless and wild, they pour through the turns. Their prowess is potent and secretly stern. As they speed through the finish, the flags go down. The fans get up and they get out of town. The arena is empty, except for one man still driving and striving as fast as he can. The sun has gone down and the moon has come up. And long ago somebody left with the cup. But he's driving and striving and hugging the turns. And thinking of someone for whom he still burns. He's going the distance. He's going Welcome back to another episode of the Dazzleman's Fantasy Sports Podcast. We're here at February 22, episode 3. The sun is out, the weather is turning, and things are looking good here at the uh, in the furnace room, I guess, of my my new office here. Um, looking forward to another week and another another episode. Um, hope you are too. So, opening dialogue here. Things are good. Um, Northwestern beat Morningside on Saturday. You know. Getting into that a little bit, um, the game didn't really mean anything other than we beat Morningside, and I'm just gonna I'm just gonna talk a little bit about Morningside. Morningside has become what USF used to be for Northwestern, I guess, in the past. They were just kind of the big brother, the bullies. Um, so beating Morningside this week was was a big deal. I think Northwestern finished as the the two seed for the men's side. Um, they'll be hosting a game on Wednesday night. I don't know against two, but uh, it's always good to be beat the bullies on the block. So big win for Northwestern. Iowa won this weekend, so that's good too. Still a little worried about Iowa in general. I, I don't know. You know, they've got four guys, right? They've got Garza, they've got Frederick, they've got Wieskamp, they've got Bohannon. Four guys who can score out of the starting lineup. And I don't know if I've ever seen all four of them actually score. It's usually Garza and, well, Garza scores every game. But uh, it usually rotates between Wieskamp and Frederick and, and Bohannon. And yesterday it was it was actually Frederick who scored 18. Um, it'd be nice to see all four of those guys score at the same time once just to just to make it interesting, I guess, and, and to actually see them at full strength. They're going to have some tough games coming up here. I know they've got Michigan and Ohio State this week. I think they've got one more game with Wisconsin yet before the tournament, so I don't know. I, I'm not quite sold on Iowa. They It was a nice win against Penn State yesterday, but um, I think they've still got some more work to do. Um, yeah, the sun shines out, like I said. You know, it's been fun this winter watching Austin and Tate and Macy play basketball. Um, their seasons are coming to a close here. I know Austin's got two more games this week. You know, Tate's got maybe another tournament or two before they, he switches to baseball. And then Macy, um, she's got one more tournament, I think, before ending her winter season. But it's been fun watching those those kids play and kind of helping Davey and I get through the winter a little bit. Um, it's been fun going to the gym and, and watching some basketball. Um, and as you heard with the opening song, the, the biggest reason for my happiness is my rediscovery of 90s alternative music. I uh, I couldn't sleep last week. 
I couldn't sleep a couple days last week, and so I, I did a lot of cruising of Amazon Music. Discovered a lot of 90s music that I had almost forgotten about. Um, so you'll be hearing a lot of good 90s stuff here in this podcast and some of the, the podcasts here coming up. Um, for all of our young viewers out there, the Wassner kids, Levi, my own kids. You know, I don't know if the Keepers and the Van Greens or the Lefevre kids listen to the podcast, but I'm just going to say that your fathers know a lot more than I do about a lot of things. So listen to them more than you ever listen to me about anything. But when you're ready and you want to learn about 90s music and you need a playlist, that's where you hit me up. You can hit me up on Twitter at IrishWiffle68. You can hit me up through email. You can hit me up on my phone. I will set you up with a 90s playlist that will rock your world. I listened to a ton of 90s music as a, as a, as a kid. Um, my whole junior high, high school, and college years were spent in the 90s. And I hate to be that guy. I hate to be the guy that says that was the greatest time ever. But for music... I don't know if there was a better time for music than the 90s. You know, the 80s was pretty good. The 2000s, I'm still trying to get a handle on. I don't know what's... I don't even know what's considered good in the 2000s here. You know, the 70s were bad. Just all around bad. Um, but the 90s, from a music scene, was, was absolutely amazing. So, if you need some workout music, if you need music to impress your friends... If you need music to impress that special someone, let me know. I'll hook you up. Because, like I said, this last week I've rediscovered my 90s alt alternative music, and I've been very happy about it. So, some more to come with that. Um, let's get into the news of the week. Here we go. The week of February 22. News of the week. Here we go for news of the week. First of all, NFL news. Um, not too much happening in the NFL right now. I know there's been talk lately of Dak, a Dak Prescott extension or no extension. I don't know what's going on there. Um, still no nothing in, set in stone with Dak as the Cowboys try to figure out what they're going to do. Uh, the biggest news from the NFL this past week, though, was Carson Wentz getting traded to the Colts. For a what a third round pick this year and a second round pick that could be a first round pick next year. Seems like the Colts really didn't have to give up a whole lot of anything to get Carson Wentz. Um, so I, I don't know who the biggest loser is with this trade. I don't know if it's the Eagles getting so little. I don't know if it's the Colts actually giving up too much for Carson Wentz. Is it the Rams for giving up Jared Goff and two first round picks for, for Stafford? They may be the biggest loser in the whole deal, but... Um, regardless, the Colts get Carson Wentz for a third-round pick and a second-round pick in next year's draft. So that'll be interesting to see what he does for the Colts. I think he makes them a pretty good team. Um, I think he kind of turns things around a little bit, but I don't think he ever becomes the guy that he may have been right away as a rookie, 
his first couple years in the league. I just I don't know if he's going to be able to move like that um, with his with his uh, knees and his back and his neck or whatever else he's been hurting. Um, but yeah, it'll be interesting to see him in the Colts uniform. Major League Baseball news: the biggest news I heard this week was Fernando Tatis signing a three hundred and forty million dollar extension, fourteen years. Um, 22 years old, I think, is all he is. So he signed a 14-year extension for $340 million. Good for Fernando Tatis. You know, good for the Padres. I mean, I, I think if he ends up being what they think he's going to be, that might end up being a good deal for them. Um, but at 22 years old and, and still kind of fresh into proving what he can do, that's a pretty bold statement to give him that much money in that many years to uh, to play baseball. But... You know, good for him, good for the Padres. $340 million for Fernando Tatis. NBA news, which is what the podcast is centered around here um, this week especially. Uh, Ryan Saunders got fired this morning, finally. 7-24 and with the Timberwolves this year. I think, I think I saw his record was, what, 34-94 and or something like that for three years. Long overdue to get fired for that guy. Um, he's just done nothing for the Timberwolves. I, I, you know, his, I feel bad, you know, he kind of took over when his, his, uh, dad passed away. Um, you know, I think he's a good dude, but man, the Timberwolves, <laughs> they've got to be better than this. Seven and 24. From what I heard this morning, they're the only team in the NBA out of the playoffs officially so far. Um, everybody else is kind of at least in the hunt. You know, and, and for a team with Carl Anthony Towns, D'Angelo Russell, Anthony Edwards, Culver, Okogie, you know, all these young guys, they just, they're not very good. And so a coaching change is much needed there. Um, speaking of D'Angelo Russell, it sounds like he's going to be out six weeks. I don't even know where to begin with that guy. Him and D'Angelo Russell and Carl Anthony Towns have played a total of 60 minutes I think it was together this year. 60 minutes is all. To put that in perspective, Rudy Gobert and Donovan Mitchell have played 600 minutes together this year. Um, and you know, to give I guess to give Ryan Saunders a little a little pass on his coaching, you know, if you can't get those two guys on the court together for more than one or two games a year, I mean, what do we expect out of the Timberwolves? So D'Angelo Russell's out another five five six weeks. Um, I think I mentioned it last week. Anthony Davis is out for a couple more weeks. Um, and I can't remember what was wrong with him. Is his back or his, it might have been his back. Um, but he's out a couple more weeks. And I'll talk about it some more when I, when I talk into the matchups of the week. But uh, the, the snowstorms and the, the ice storms in Texas postponed a lot of games like with the Dallas Mavericks the San Antonio Spurs the Houston Rockets they basically didn't play at all last week causing a lot of uh, kind of chaos with some of our rosters and some of our matchups but uh, they all hope to get back into the swing of things this week as things start to thaw in the south so that is the news of the week
get into the matchups for the week. And one of the reasons I'm also, I forgot to mention this too earlier, one of the reasons I'm so happy is that I know my friend Brent Vanagreen is listening to the podcast because you know why he changed his lineup this week. He still won 3-6 and six against Bird's Bunch, but he changed his lineup. He was making moves, and that means he's listening to the podcast. So thanks, Love Covenant, for proving to me that you do listen. Also, in regards to Love Covenant and Brent, it's his birthday on Saturday, and you know what that means? It means we're going out. We need sushi. We need basketball. It's springtime. Spring is here. Let's get out. Let's do it. Let's get together and watch some basketball, eat some sushi. So another reason that I'm happy for today. Don't for, don't let me forget that, boys, by the way. We're going out. All right. Getting into the matchups for this week, the week of February 15th through the 21st. Um, just going down the scoreboard. My Dazzleman squad was able to squeak out a victory against Team No Defense five games to four. As I mentioned before, Burt's Bunch was able to beat Love Covenant six to three. And defensive lockdown Lukey continued the the pain to lay the pain to the Little Giants, beating the Little Giants six to three. As the Little Giants continue to make moves, continue to be Probably the most invested team in this league right now. And he just can't buy a win as he's in second to last place. So, uh, Lockdown Lukey beating the Little Giants 6-3. Getting into those matchups. You know what? Let's start out with uh, Lockdown Lukey against the Little Giants. As I get into the box scores here. Alright. Looking at Lockdown Lukey. Big week, big week from Jamal Murray. Oh my, 140 points, 23 pointers, 25 rebounds, 18 assists from Jamal Murray. Huge week from Jamal Murray. He's been kind of quiet. I know he's been kind of hurt, um, but he seems to be coming on now here as we get going in end of February, early March. So that was a big help for the lockdown Lukester. Giannis continues to impress, 124 points. 59 rebounds, 28 assists, 9 steals, uh, 5 blocks. Big week from Giannis once again for lockdown. Jason Tatum, another big week, 113 points, 10 threes, 29 rebounds, 22 assists. Big stat line there from Jason Tatum. Another stat line I want to call out because I, I don't know where what happened to the scoring for this particular player, but Russell Westbrook, 55 points. 37 rebounds, 40 assists. That's good. That's Those are good numbers from Russell Westbrook, but only 55 points, zero threes, two steals, and 20 turnovers for Russell Westbrook. So, I don't know. He, he seemed to kind of get old really fast. Either that or the, the Wizards are just a tough team to play for. But, um, yeah, 55 points from Russ. Jordan Clarkson, 77 points from him. He continues to... Uh, do well for the Jazz. 70 points from Ben Simmons. I think he had, I think 42 of those were on one night though. So um, maybe kind of a quiet, quieter week from Ben Simmons. Seven points from Serge Ibaka. Looks like he only put in one game for the Lukester. Chris Middleton with 76 points. And Rudy Gobert with 42 points, 44 rebounds. More rebounds than points from Rudy Gobert. That's pretty. <laughs> 
that's quite the line. So, uh, good week for for Lucky. Um, he had some other pieces in there. Montrez Harrell for a couple games or a game. It looks like Kemba Walker had a game in there for for Lucky. Um, but lockdown Lucky depends a lot on the Bucks and the Jazz. So if you want to beat him, you got to beat those teams. Moving down the moving down the box score for the Little Giants. Um, he's got just a myriad of players on his team. I think he led the the league in in acquisitions again this week. He had seven of seven. Um, got thirty nine of forty games in. A, a key in this one was Luke got forty six games in. He had the most games uh, played this week by far. You know, with all those postponements I was talking about with the Texas teams, um, it was tough for for most of the guys in the league to get in those 40 games this week, but Lukey got in 46. Keepers did really well again with 39 games, seven acquisitions. Now if his acquisitions would just play a little bit. Colby White had played one game for him, had eight points. That's not great. Boyan Bogdanovich, just sounds like my team from a week or two ago, um, played one game for uh, Little Giants. He had 11 points. Uh, Rashawn Holmes, he had a quiet week this week. Only 11 points from him. Um, Anthony Edwards had 55 points. James Harden, he had a good week for the Little Giants. 127 points, 18 threes, 36 rebounds, 43 assists. Nice week from James Harden. He's going to need a lot more from him. Um, Fred Van Vliet continues to play well for the Little Giants. 85 points, 15 threes, 21 boards, 27 assists from Fred Van Vliet. Kawhi Leonard, I don't know if the I don't know if the Clippers had their full slate of games. He only had 58 points this week. Single digits in a lot of categories. Uh, Carlton E. Towns. Little Giants really like having him back, I'm sure. 91 points, 44 boards, 13 assists. And Bam Adebayo, 83 points, 39 rebounds, 30 assists, another big week from Bam. You know, all in all. You know, not a bad week from the Little Giants, but once again, he just runs into a buzzsaw of a team. Just a team kind of firing on all cylinders for the week. Uh, looking at the different categories, Lockdown Luke, he got him on field goal percentage, 5-1-1 to 4-6-5. Little Giants got him in free throw percentage, 8-2-3 to 7-9-5. Lockdown barely got him in three-pointers. That was a close one there, 83-79. to um, Lockdown Luke, he got him in rebounds, 342 to 293. Little Giants continue to move the ball around well. They had 207 assists to 189. Another close category, though. Um, steals. Lockdown Lukey got him quite a bit in steals, 59 to 42. Blocks was pretty close. Lockdown Lukey, 35. Little Giants, 30. Turnovers was pretty close, actually. Uh, 99 turnovers for the Little Giants. He won that category to 115 for Lockdown Lukey. And points, uh, Lockdown got him by about 150 or so points. 948 to 794. So 6 to 3. Defensive Lockdown, Lukey takes down the Little Giants here this past week. Moving on to the next matchup was my Dazzleman squad versus Team No Defense, which is Lefevre. Um, looking at games, both of us were, were very close in games, but neither of us hit the 40 mark this week. Lefevre had 35 of 40 games played. I had 36 of 40 games played. Neither of us had any acquisitions. You know, I'm kind of at the point now where my roster's kind of set. 
Um, I've got a couple guys who um, I would drop, one of which is Buddy Heald, another one which is OG and Ananobi for Toronto. I would drop either of those guys, but they both played on Sunday, so I kept them around for this week. Um, Terry Rogier has ended up being a, a must-keep on my team. Um, he's been playing really well. He had, he had one game this week, 36 points in his one game, eight three-pointers, three rebounds, four assists. So, you know, like I said, he's a, he's a must-keep for my team at this point. Um, you know, Miles Turner's maybe a guy I need to look at dropping, but he gets so many blocks. He only had 19 points this week in three games, um, eight rebounds, two assists, but 10 blocks. I mean, how can I drop that? So there's a few guys on my team who I could drop, but like I said, the two guys I could played on Sunday, so I kept them around. So no acquisitions for me this week, no acquisitions for Team No Defense. Um, you know what really hurt my squad this week, my Dazzleman squad? Like I was saying before, I had zero games out of Luka Doncic, Christos Porzingis, uh, John Wall didn't play this. Oh, he played one game this week. John Wall played one game this week. But between my two Mavericks not playing at all this week, that really hurt me a lot. Um, I, I rely heavily on those two guys. Um, but like I said, those ice storms in Texas really just killed the power for my team. <laughs> no pun intended, right? Um, John Morant, he's starting to pick it up for me a little bit. 84 points. 26 rebounds, 29 assists for Ja. Donovan Mitchell, 83 points. Uh, Bradley Beal had 99 points again this week, 19 boards, 16 assists. Joel Embiid, he had a 50-point, 17-rebound game for me. I think it was on Friday. Um, so he ended up the week with 106 points for me, 45 rebounds, 16 assists, 7 blocks. Big week from, from uh, Joel Embiid for me. Jalen Brown, 91 points. 14 threes, 18 rebounds, 27 assists. Those Celtics keep between Jalen and Jason Tatum on Lockdown Lukey's team. Those two guys uh, do a heck of a lot for the Celtics. Uh, Jimmy Butler, he had a decent week for me this week. 80 points, 40 rebounds, 39 assists. Um, he gets a lot more. He had a triple-double once in the game this week. So kind of a big week from Jimmy Butler. And Zion, he continues to play well here too. He had 118 points. 28 rebounds, 18 assists, shot 667 from the field this week, 44 out of 66. Um, so that helped me out a little bit from Zion Williamson. Good stat line from Zion. Moving up to uh, Team No Defense. You know, Team No Defense had his own issues with some games this week. I saw Harrison Barnes only play. The Kings must have only played one game this week because Rashawn Holmes for the Little Giants only had one. Um, Harrison Barnes had one game for uh, Team No Defense, and Buddy Heald only had, well, no, Buddy Heald had multiple games for me, so I don't know what went on with some of these these Kings, but Harrison Barnes only had four points for Team No Defense this week. Uh, Jared Allen, 59 points, 41 rebounds. That center from Cleveland, he continues to do well. Tobias Harris had a big week for the um, 76ers, 95 points, 41 rebounds, 21 assists. Haven't mentioned his name in any podcast yet, but Tobias Harris seems to be picking it up a little bit. Andrew Wiggins, <laughs> this is pretty much the stat line I expected out of him. 73 points, 21 rebounds, 17 turnovers. 
sounds about right for Andrew Wiggins. Um, Kyrie Irving had 84 points, 15 boards, 16 assists, 11 threes for the Nets. And Damian Lillard continues to be a force for Team No Defense. 109 points, 19 threes, 17 rebounds, 38 assists, 94, 90, almost 95% from the free throw line. Um, big week there from Damian Lillard as Team No Defense relies a lot on him for, for some good points. Uh, looking through the categories between this matchup, Team No Defense got me a field goal percentage this week, 496 to 473. I got him on, uh, the Dazzle Man got him on free throw percentage, 829 to 801. Uh, Team No Defense got me on threes, 67 threes to 59 threes. He also got me on rebounds, 257 rebounds to 235 rebounds for my Dazzle Man squad. I got him in assists, 195 assists to 133 to Team No Defense. Uh, steals, I got him as well, 38 steals to 25. Blocks is what the the whole thing came down to. I got him by one block, 24 blocks to 23 blocks for Team No Defense. And then Team No Defense got me on turnovers, 75 turnovers to 103 for my Dazzleman squad. And then I got him by about 120 points, uh, 840 points to 720 points. A good matchup altogether between the two of us. Um, it was pretty close all week. N nobody really separated themselves from each other we were pretty close on games every night um but i just happened to get them in that i think it was the blocks is what what got me the win this week to five games to four but overall a good matchup a good week between us and uh maybe when we face each other again we'll we'll get the max games and we'll be able to play that a little bit more but not many games from either of our squads this week moving on to the final matchup of the week we had Burt's bunch beating love covenant six games to three um, the news out of this one, though, was is that the Love Covenant started to move his roster around a little bit. Uh, I think he actually, let's see here, i got to be sure. It looks like Devin Booker did make an appearance on his squad this week. That was good to see. Um, also, some pickups from the Love Covenant. He had five acquisitions this week and five for the Burt's Bunch. Oh, Burt's Bunch got over 40 games this week, though. He had 43 games, the Love Covenant. Still had the low count of games for the week at 30. Um, but I am seeing some life out of the Love Covenant, and that is that's encouraging for the league. He's he can he can no longer be the Kobe of the league, I guess. Um, looking at his squad, Nikolai Jocic had a big week for the Love Covenant. 91 points, 23 boards, 20 assists, eight threes. 94% from the free throw line, 55% from the field. That's a good week from Nikolai Jocic. Um, looking down, LeBron had another big week, 81 points, 30 rebounds, 23 assists. Devin Booker had 22 points for him. I imagine he just played one game for the Love Covenant this week. Trey Young, is he seems to be a little quiet here um, lately. He only had 58 points for the Love Covenant. 23 assists, which is pretty good, but pretty quiet in all the other categories. Pascal Siakam, 83 points, 35 boards, 25 assists for the Love Cove. Norman Powell, another Toronto Raptor for the Love Covenant, 71 points, 11 threes, 12 rebounds. That's a surprising number. I, I didn't even know Norman Powell. I didn't even know who he was, so he had a decent week for the Love Covenant. Chris Paul, 60 points, 11 threes. 
10 rebounds, 32 assists. Pretty good week there from Chris Paul. Looks like the Raptors and the Suns are the big uh, the big teams for the Love Covenant moving forward. Uh, looking through the bunch, another big week again for the bunch. Let's start off with Zach Levine. Levine. 135 points this week for Zach. 13 threes, 23 boards, 16 assists, 16 turnovers. That's a big stat line from Zach Levine. He he led the he led the team in scoring this week for the Birds bunch. Uh, Draymond Green, he got ejected in Friday's game. That was pretty funny to see. Um, 17 points for the week from Draymond. 21 boards, 28 assists. Um, but the ejection, maybe I'll have to add that as a category. How many times you get ejected from from a game so he basically body slammed Gordon Hayward after a jump ball and then complained to the ref about it so that was uh, quite the game from, from Draymond. Paul George I noticed he he's coming back he played a lot of minutes last night I believe for the Clippers he only had 49 points, 12 rebounds 12 assists for the, the bunch this week but I imagine his numbers are going to start going up here as we get going um, Colin Sexton continues to do well 73 points, 12 assists for the point guard from the point guard in uh, Cleveland. Clint Capella, 85 points, 57 boards from Clint Capella this week. Oh man, that's a lot of rebounds. Um, big stat line there from Clint Capella. Another big stat line from for the for the bunch was Nikola Vucevic, the Orlando center. 83 points, 44 rebounds, 18 assists, nine and nine from the free throw line. Um, good numbers there from Nikolai. Looks like Julius Randle. There's another one of those unsung guys that I keep talking about every week, it seems like. 94 points, 30 rebounds, 12 assists, 12 threes. Julius Randle's getting a lot of uh, love for the All-Star game. Looks like he's going to be making that this year. And then uh, Steph Curry. I know he didn't play on Friday, I think it was, in that game Draymond got ejected from. Um, but he still ended up with 90 points for the week, 18 threes, 16 rebounds, 28 assists, 88-8 on the free throw line. Um, another good week there from Steph. Oh, and Brandon Ingram, too. I can't forget about Brandon Ingram. 94 points, 10 threes, 17 rebounds, 19 assists, 18-18 from the free throw line for Brandon Ingram. Man, Wass has got guys who can shoot free throws, I guess, um, as he takes down... The Love Covenant, 6-3. to three. Let's go through the categories. As good as the free throw percentage was for Burt's Bunch, it seemed like. He lost the free throw category. 84% for the Love Covenant. 78% from Burt's Bunch. He must have guys who don't shoot good free throws. Let's see here. Oh, Ricky Rubio, 3-6. Clint Capella, 13-20. Enos Cantor, 8-13. Yeah, he's got guys who don't shoot free throws very well. Um, so yeah, the Love Covenant took him in the free throw percentage. He also took him in field goal percentage, barely. 508 to 495 on the field goal percentage. And Love Covenant took him in turnovers. 67 turnovers to 111 for the Birds Bunch. The other six categories, though, went to the Bunch. Uh, Three-pointers made, 94 to 62. Rebounds, man, the Bunch. I think the Bunch beat everybody in rebounds this week. 296 rebounds. 278 for the Love Covenant. Um, assists, 210 assists to 161. 
Steals was 44 steals to 32 for the Love Covenant. And blocks, 21 blocks for the bunch, 12 for the Love Covenant. And then points, bunch almost doubled them up in points, 921 points to 584 points for the Love Covenant. So those are your matchups for the week. Um, three good games. Good to see guys in and, and making the moves that they can make. Um, you know, with all the postponements and COVID stuff and injuries, you know, there's I know there's limited um, things you could do, but um, a good week, good weeks from all the all the teams this week and and some good progress. So, looking at the standings in the West, uh, Lockdown Lukey leads the West pretty handily so far, uh, twenty and sixteen, with Team No Defense four games back at sixteen and twenty, and the Love Covenant seven games back at thirteen and twenty three. In the East, the bunch uh, caught up to my squad, the Dazzleman squad, so we're both sitting at 22 and 14. With the Little Giants, seven games back at the moment, 15 and 21. Going through the different categories and power rankings in those categories, uh, Lockdown Lukey and the Love Covenant continue to kind of lead the, lead the charge in field goal percentage. Lockdown at 502, Love Covenant at 501. Uh, Little Giants... Lead the league in free throw percentage, 83% to 829 for the Love Covenant. Three-pointers made. Burt's Bunch is way ahead in three-pointers made. 423s um, with myself at 314, the Dazzleman, and 304 for the Little Giants. Rebounds. Uh, Lockdown Lukey leads the league in rebounds by two over Burt's Bunch, 1196 to 1194. The Bunch has really been rebounding good lately. Everybody else is in the 1,000 kind of range there except for the love covenant sitting at 815 he needs to get more rebounds assists the little giants lead the league in assists um 819 to my 791 steals little giants lead the league in steals too you know <laughs> for being 15 and 21 and in third place the little giants lead the league in a lot of categories they have just had like i said they've just hit the wrong matchups on the wrong weeks and uh they're at the top of the list for a lot of these power categories um steals being one of them you know he leads the league in steals for, at 179 to my 162 for the dazzle man blocks team no defense leads the league in blocks at 128 with my dazzle man and lockdown lukey being in the 120 at 125 and then little giants there they are again at 118 Turnovers, Team No Defense, and Love Covenant lead the league in fewest turnovers, 312 and 313 for them, respectively. Well, I sit at the bottom of that one at 426. And then points. Looks like the bunch passed me up in points this week. He's at 3799. I'm at 3784. Um, and everybody else is kind of a ways away from the lead, lead, league lead in points. So... Um, I get guys who turn the ball over a lot and score a lot. I guess that's the name of my game. And I guess the bunch is in the same boat. So that's where we sit from a standings and a power ranking standpoint. Moving on to the matchups for the week. Let's take a look at those. Oh. I feel like I feel like we're in these these same matchups here, but maybe not. So I, I've my Dazzleman squad takes on defensive lockdown Lukey again. Um, a rematch of the, I think it was week one maybe maybe a week one rematch for that uh, the Little Giants 
take on the Love Covenant this week. And Burt's Bunch takes on Team No Defense. Let's take a look at these matchups here. I feel like we've seen these before. Maybe I need to change them. Well, this says we. This is what we had in week six. Um, we are now in week ten, so maybe it is time for for these rematches. I know we scrapped the week. We probably scrapped the week six uh, matchups. So yeah, looks like I'm taking on defensive lockdown Luke again. Two first place teams playing each other. Little Giants are taking on Love Covenant. Two third place teams playing each other. And the bunch and Team No Defense are taking on each other. Two second place teams playing each other this week. So a lot of uh, non-conference matchups as we get going. Taking a look at the bunch and Team No Defense. You know, it's gonna once again. A lot of this is gonna come down to games. How teams manage their their games. Um, looks like Kevin Durant might be close to returning for the bunch. Steph Curry is still day-to-day. -day. Um, he's going to lean heavily on those two guys along with like Vucevic. Zach Levine continues to do well. As I was saying before, Paul George is back. Clint Capella, Julius Randle, Brandon Ingram. Um, Bunch has got a lot of good players on his team that he'll be leaning on again for this week. Team no defense. You know, it's tough to know for him what to do for guys like Andre Drummond, D'Angelo Russell, Anthony Davis, Harrison Barnes. They're all showing us out to me right now. Um, do you drop them? I, you can't drop Anthony Davis, and it, I don't know about D'Angelo Russell. Um, but he's going to have to make some moves this week to figure out his squad. He'll be relying a lot on Kyrie Irving, uh, Gilgis Alexander, Jared Allen, DeAndre Ayton, and uh, especially Damian Lillard. So those will be the big three or four for, for Team No Defense. But I've got the bunch winning this one. Um, probably in, probably going to say in six categories again. Um, I imagine Team No Defense keeping it close, but he's going to, I think, get over overmatched here this week by the bunch. Moving on to the Little Giants and Love Covenant. Um, <laughs> the Little Giants, of course, get to play Love Covenant now that he's setting his roster and, and taking, a, taking note of how many games he has. Um, <laughs> So this, I'm sure this one will be close. I, I like the Little Giants in this one, though. Um, I, just from a games standpoint, I think he gets his... He's never going to be short on games. He's never going to be short on, on matchup acquisitions. Um, so I think he manages his team a little bit more this week and, and gets the win. But I think it's going to be fairly close. I think it could be a 5-4 to four type um, score between these two. The Little Giants are going to be relying heavily on Bam again. Fred Van Vliet. Carl Anthony Towns, um, James Harden, Kawhi Leonard. He needs more from Kawhi Leonard, especially. Uh, but he'll be relying on those five guys along with his, I guess, waiver wire all-stars. Uh, the Love coming in, on the other hand, he'll be relying on his guys he's been relying on all along. Pascal Siakam, LeBron James, Trey Young, Nikolai Jocic, LaMelo Ball. Um, he needs to get more game. Devin Booker, Chris Paul. Um, he needs to get some more games under his belt to keep this one close. I think he does, but I think the Little Giants are going to get the win in this one here, five games to four. 
in my matchup, the Dazzleman versus Lockdown Lukey. I'm pretty worried about Lockdown Lukey again. I think I thought I played him once already and, and maybe lost to him. I feel like the same thing will happen again this week. I'm looking at Lockdown Lukey's squad. You know, Jason Tatum's going to be a big key. Giannis is going to be big. Rudy Gobert. Um, I'm going to have a lot of trouble beating Lockdown and Blocks this week. That's been a, a category for me that I've been able to win the last couple of weeks. That'll be a tough one to beat Lockdown in. Jordan Clarkson continues to do well. Chris Middleton. You know, Ben Simmons. It'll be interesting to see what he can do this week. And Chris Bouchard, the center for Toronto. It'll, He's been kind of quiet the last week or two. It'll be interesting to see if he can come back. And then Jamal Murray has been on fire for lockdown. So look for that to continue for the Lukester this week. Um, as far as my Dazzleman squad, as I was saying before, I just I just need my I need my Mavericks to play in the, in the worst way. I need Doncic to play this week. I need Porzingis to play this week. I need uh, Terry Rozier to play more this week. Um, and I need continued games from like Jalen Brown, Joel Embiid. I need Ja to continue to play well. Donovan Mitchell to play well. Zion, Bradley Beal, Jimmy Butler. Um, I could use a few more points out of Miles Turner, but I need him from a box perspective. Um, I think this one, this could be the matchup of the week this week between my Dazman squad and Lockdown Lukey. I've got Lockdown in this 5-4. to four. I think he figures out a way to win it. And... Uh, And I think he, I think he gets it done five games to four. So that's the matchups of the week. That's the analysis for the the past week, the standings, as we get into our final segment here in what I'm watching. The new segment that I started last week, what I'm watching this week. Um, what am I watching this week? So I started, we started a new show with the boys, uh, Jericho. It's not a new show. It's actually a show from the mid-2000s called Jericho. It's about a uh, nuclear blast that happens outside of, like, Kansas. And it's kind of a end-of-days type story. It's a good show. It was on CBS or ABC. It was on a network, uh, a major network, but... Uh, Jericho is something we've really been getting into. It's on Netflix. Uh, I've been watching WandaVision with uh, Davey and the kids. Um, that's been on Disney+. Plus. And then uh, still been watching All American, too, with Davey a little bit. Trying to get through, through that. And then uh, on my own, still watching Better Call Saul and The Stand, which is a CBS all-access show. So I've been watching those two things on on uh on my own through plex so that is what i'm watching this week and we're ready to wrap it up here for the week of march or february 22 so i hope everybody has a good week this week reminder brent's birthday on saturday we got to get out sometime soon any time of the week any day of the week sushi and basketball let's get it done boys um keep your lineup set Keep cheering on the Chargers when you can. And then, uh, yeah, have a good week, everybody. Look forward to talking again next week. Same time, same place, and I will leave you with 
some candle box here as we get as we end the the podcast so take it easy and we will talk to you later everybody